Hello, babes. Welcome to the Florida Woman Podcast. We are in episode three, our final installment of the tragic saga of Gabby Petito, a woman whose name rhymed with baby potato and who was still murdered in cold blood at the hands of her disgusting piece of shit uh, boyfriend, Brian Laundry, Fiance, actually. And you would know that if you would listen to the past two installments, which I do recommend you do if you haven't already done so. Because where we left off was after the initial altercation that started the, I mean, the whole thing was a downward spiral, but this was the downward, the most downward of downward spirals in the whole situation. That altercation in the car in Utah, which you would know about if you listen to installment number two, and you would have the context for if you listen to installment number one, led to a whole bunch of crazy shit, which we will be discussing in this episode. So we basically leave off, the cop talks to Gabby, and he walks his little way over to Brian, who's sitting in the van, and then now we get his side of the story. So we left when the cop was talking to Gabby after their initial altercation, which started the whole downward spiral into oblivion for both of these two people. And we're picking up right as the cop starts talking to Brian. And so if you want some context or if you want to know the details that happened before this, go check out episodes one and two. But if you're just an adventurous spirit, it's like you're the kind of person who on Google clicks that button, which I'm not sure why they still have. I'm feeling lucky. Then I guess this is for you. Dive right on in. Go ahead. But for everyone else who's not feeling so lucky and you want to know, go listen to those first two episodes. This is the end of the saga of Gabby Petito and Brian Laundry, and we'll be hitting you back on Friday with another mini-sode, and I can't wait to talk to you again. Bye-bye. I love you. Enjoy. So the cop asks her if Brian is patient with her and her anxiety. Mm -hmm. And she says, he gets frustrated with me a lot. Mm -hmm. He then goes on to tell her about a bad relationship that he once had. Okay. He tells her that he's not going to tell her what to do with her life, but Mm -hmm. that she should look around. And if they're both feeding off each other, like in his relationship, they would feed off each other's anxiety and spiral. And he says, it doesn't matter how much you love each other. That's just not good for your soul. That's so true. So maybe you should look around and say to yourself that this relationship is not the best. Good cop. Yeah. That is interesting. Like part of the duty of a police officer is to like be a therapist to people. Like I mean the good ones, yeah. Yeah, the yeah, part of your I mean, yeah, part of what a good police officer's duty should be is to like impart wisdom into the community to people who need it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that they stop committing crimes on one another. Yeah. Um, so it's that was a very thoughtful thing of this guy to say. Yeah. 
And yeah. he says it, I've seen the video, he says it very personally. He's really yeah. trying to get down on her level and relate to her. And be like, hey, listen, like if this if this keeps happening, like it doesn't matter how much you enjoy one another's company. It's like this this doesn't work for yeah. a long term partnership. Yeah. And he's right. Yeah. Because it wasn't a long-term partnership. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so when asked about the steering wheel, she says she did not touch the steering wheel at all. Okay. Why would she lie about that? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean... So I think he's lying. Like, why would you... I, out of She admits to slapping him. Mm-hmm. Why would she lie about touching the steering wheel? I just don't know. I, I don't think so that I she th- did it. I don't think she grabbed the steering wheel at all. Yeah, I agree. I think he's veering off the road because he's in a fucking rage blackout is what yes, I think. Yes, I agree. I agree. Sounds like it. Yeah. So um, then she says, uh, she asks if they have any water. Mm-hmm. And Robin says, I'll see if I can find some. And Gabby says, okay, no worries. Thank you. I just think like she asks for a very basic thing, mm-hmm. water in the desert. Mm-hmm. And he's like, uh, yeah, we'll see. I'll see if I can find some. Oh, I see. I get it. Yeah. And okay. she's still nice. She's still like, okay, no worries. Thank you. I don't know. It's just yeah. like, she's just trying so hard. At like, every angle, she's like being as Swedish. She she's trying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, now they go back to Brian and he tells officers that she started freaking out earlier this morning mm-hmm. when he walked barefoot <clears throat> mm-hmm. in the van while she was trying to clean it. Mm-hmm. Which sort of lines up with her thing about I was cleaning this morning. Yeah. He says in this in this interview, he says, I'm dirty and I can't change being dirty. My feet are dirty. I got sand in my flip flops. What? You can change being dirty. Yes, you can. What the fuck? That's like one of the easiest things to change. In <laughs> fact, changing being dirty is something that most people do once if not twice a day. Yeah. What the fuck, dude? Then, Literally go to a rest stop and give yourself a sponge bath like the rest of us. Yep. <laughs> the officers offer Brian water. Mm-hmm. Don't know if they've given it to Gabby yet. They offer but it. But they though. offer Brian water. Nice. And he nice says, guys. no, thank you. And they're like, no, no, no. Like, let's get you some water. Let's get you some water. And mm-hmm. he's like, oh, no, no, I'm good. And they're like, no, nah, man, like, here, like, for real. Like, it's okay. Like, you take what this the water. Fuck? And he says, oh, no, thank you. I don't like plastic bottles. Ugh. Ugh. Shut up, bitch. Fuck you, dude. Which makes me think that Gabby was really dehydrated when she asked for water. Kind of does seem that way, doesn't it? If he doesn't like plastic bottles and they can't... What if they can't find anywhere to fill up? Like, what if they can't find yeah, fresh right. water? You just have to sit there and be fucking thirsty. Yeah. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. That's terrible. You know, dehydration... Repetitive movement and dehydration are two um, techniques that cults use to yes to brain control people. And low protein. Yeah, and low protein. I think they were That's both right. vegetarian. That's it. That's yep. it, babe. Damn. I, w- I doubt he knew that, but <laughs> shit, if that doesn't line up perfectly. Right. That's funny. Man, so, how about these fucking cops? Like, I know. The sweet little girl in the backseat of the car going... <laughs> Please, can I have some water? And they're like, yeah, 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 we'll check on that. And then they get the fucking, the fucking obvious like wife beating guy in the car. And they're like, oh, dude, don't you want some water? Like, aren't you thirsty, dude? Oh, bro, come on. You look thirsty. Ah, I mean, truly, you know, it's just us guys. In the police footage, Mm -hmm. anytime we come upon Brian, Mm -hmm. from the moment that they got pulled over Mm -hmm. to the very moment when they leave, it's 
it's weirdly all smiles. No shit. It looks like he's just like chatting it up. Like mm-hmm. he sometimes is laughing. Like he's like joking. He's like he's like jovial with the officers. Yeah, he feels. Like, I mean, he feels. And they're at jovial home. with him. He feels comfortable. Yeah, and they feel comfortable because they know well, he's a wife beater. And they're this wife goes back too. to the the car salesman days. This is the thing that I was going to bring full or circle. The, yes, you know, the salesmanship days. Like, he, yeah, he has the manipulative personality down. The salesperson. When he needs got it, it, he can pull it out. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. He's a miserable piece of shit on a daily basis, but if he needs to, yeah, exactly. He can really be charm this people. charming guy. Yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah, and really, like the footage will make you sick. They favor him from the second he's pulled over. They like they joke about like girls, like they joke about like sex and like, Oh yeah. Like she's crazy. They literally do stuff like that. It's fucking nuts, dude. It's like the cops are projecting themselves onto the situation. Don't you think? It does seem that way. I mean, this is a stereotype, but yeah, cops, more cops than any other profession beat the shit out of their wives (laughs) all the time. You know what I mean? I know. More than fucking like army vets with PTSD. They beat the crap out of their wives all the fucking time. So it kind of makes sense that they'd pull over a a domestic dispute and go like, ah, you know, these girls, they can get out of line, man. I get it. I get it. I know. So when Brian admits to the officer that he pushed her, remember? That does make me sick. Yes. The officer goes, and this is quote, Mm -hmm. okay, so you pushed to create a little distance, like understandable. Just off the bat. Are you kidding me? Not missing a beat. You kidding me? Not, wait, are, are you telling me you put your hands on your wife? Or, like, pushed in what way? Yeah, exactly. Or, exactly. like, just asking a follow-up question. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, Wait. I get it. Yeah, you're just creating distance. That's fine. That's fine. I do that with uh, black protesters all the time. <laughs> just create distance? That's all I do. Yeah, yeah. That's all I do. Yeah. yeah. I do that with pregnant black ladies all the time. Yeah, just, you know, it's just to get a little distance and to make sure they, they're on the ground. You know what I mean? Just to make sure that I'm not in any danger. Now. Just saying. The one officer... Mm-hmm. does get to hear the 911 calls. During his questioning of Gabby, mm-hmm. Pratt, the officer's last name, records mm-hmm. himself saying to Gabby, there are two people saying they saw him punch you. Yeah. And she doesn't take it. She, she... blames herself. Oh, And no. leaves it very vague as to whether or not... I mean, she doesn't say, he didn't hit me. Mm-hmm. She just sort of hems and haws and changes the subject and leaves it vague. And kind of says, it's my fault. Yeah. She does say he grabbed my face Mm -hmm. and that she thinks she has bruises on her cheeks from it. Mm -hmm. But that's as far as she goes. God damn it, dude. Yeah. Fuck. Then they call the 911 callers back. Mm -hmm. They get their personal numbers, call them back to ask them follow-up questions about what they saw. And they can't get a hold of three of them. They get a hold of one. And it's a man. Mm-hmm. And he says he never saw the male strike the female. Damn. So that's what they're left with, really. Yeah. Sort of bad timing. Yeah. And the caller goes on to say that he does think that the male pushed the female, but that he's unsure whether it was, quote, an aggressive act or a defensive one. Okay. Okay. 
okay. Yeah, like, whatever. Dude. Yeah. I. They just, these cops cannot stop making Brian the good guy and Gabby the bad guy. It's just, like, almost too obvious. That's what I'm saying. It Like, it's so funny how instantly they took his side. Yeah. And how they they really think that she's, like, a dangerous, like, animal. Yeah. Which is crazy because look at the two of them. I know. He's huge compared to her. I know. How do you not instantly get this? So, Officer Robbins goes on to make a judgment call on the case. Nathan, will you read that? Yes. Okay, Robbins says, So, it sounds like to me, unless the guy is screaming, saying he needs to go to jail because he did something, it seems like she is the primary aggressor. Now, the problem with her being the primary aggressor is that in the case of a domestic assault, be it a male or be it a female, we shall arrest. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean they should go to jail. We can do a citation if it meets one of three criteria, which one of them is making sure they're not going to um, further risk harm. But basically, the problem with that is that they live in the same van. That's what I was going to say. Says another officer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So he just decides that unless the guy is screaming saying he needs to go to jail, she's the primary aggressor. Isn't this amazing? Like, what if they treated every case like this? It seems like only cases... They just both seem like they have such a guilty conscience, don't they? I know. It's so weird where they're, like, going out of their tripping over themselves to, like... Think of ways where he might not have done anything wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so Pratt And where joins... she was actually evil and was hitting him I know. first. I know. Yeah. So Pratt joins Brian at the van mm-hmm. and he points a finger at him yeah. and he says, you're the victim of domestic assault. To, to Brian, to. Yes. Yeah. Causing Brian to laugh out loud. Dude, what the fuck? Then he goes on to say that, like, uh-huh. this is him being anti-sexist because, you know, he has to be careful. Like, he can't just assume it's the man, mm-hmm. um, even though there's, like, a big size difference and she's really small and he's really tall. Cop like, says this or Brian says this? The cop says this. Yeah, he, That, you know, he just, he can't see gender or size when it comes to domestic disputes. Like, he has to mm-hmm. treat everything at face value. Mm-hmm. And, you know, women can victimize men, too. So he... He's. I mean, it's true, but it's so clearly not what fucking happened, you know? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Damn, these policemen. They never once ask her about any marks or bruises. She has to bring up her bruises on her face. Yeah. And And the fact that she's thirsty. But (laughs) (laughs) they go, they trip over themselves to go, like, oh, you have a scratch there. You have a scratch there. Ooh, what is that? Brian, they go, like, would you like a bottle of water, sir? Oh, sir, are you thirsty, sir? And at one point, Brian goes, oh, that one's just fingernails. <laughs> I'm not complaining about that. And they're like, oh, man, yeah. Oh, like he's man, like saying yeah. like sex or whatever. But Dude, like, what the fuck is this? It was like a little, a little boys club. You know why? It's because those cops have the same fucking 4chan personality that he does. I know. And that's why they're on the force in the first place is because now they can beat up girls and be mean to them because they wouldn't have sex with me in the first place. Yes. I mean, I think that's what it is, don't you think? Like, I do. What possesses you to join, like, I think, we've said this before on the pod, but, like, I think there's, like, maybe 10 or 15% of the police force is 
guys who like really have a really have a distinct desire for justice and like a a philosophy of like goodness and like order and like trying to maintain like peace and and like well-being for the citizenry and then i think like 30 percent of them are just like bored and they're like i don't know like this is a job i I guess you know college yeah and then the remaining the remainder of them are like fucking psychos dude yeah yeah it's crazy they want to push people around and shoot them put them in handcuffs so now that Gabby is the perpetrator of this particular domestic assault, that evil, you want to know what happens bitch. next? What? What happens next? So I'm going to read from the Vanity Fair article. Please do. The officer says, want me to let him know that you love him and that you'll see him tomorrow? Gabby didn't answer. In a squeaky voice, rusty from tears, she said, make sure he doesn't forget a phone charger. Ugh. Back at the van, Brian seemed psyched about the hotel. Okay. I forgot to tell you. They're putting Brian up in a hotel. Where are they taking Gabby? She just gets the van. Fuck, dude. Yep. So he seems psyched about the hotel. Yeah, of course he is. He's like, oh, I get a continental breakfast. I get a fucking shower. Yep. I get a shitter to shit in (laughs) instead of a hole. Gushing to a male park ranger. Thank you. Thank you. And then he says, she does have a couple messages for you. Robin says, putting words in Gabby's mouth. One, she says she loves you and she's looking forward to seeing you tomorrow. Two, don't forget your cell phone charger. Yeah. Brian grinned at this and laughed to himself. The subtext seems clear. Women are nags, but what would we do without them? We'd never remember the stupid little things. Our homes or vans would be a mess. (sighs) You're going to be in a hotel room watching TV, Robbins congratulated Brian. It's probably been a few months since you actually got to sit down and relax. <laughs> Meanwhile, that fucking bitch is sleeping in the car. Yeah, or not, actually, in a tent, probably, because she can't sleep in a car. That's right, because she can't fit. Oh, this is terrible, dude. The oh, these cops showed up and just made everything so much worse. So much worse. This is so terrible, man. Yeah. They wanted so bad for it to be hurt. Being the bad guy. And they actually did grapple with the idea that that they might book her. In, no kidding. Yes. They Dude. grappled with that. And they ultimately decided not to because Brian said he didn't want to press any charges. Dude, what because the fuck, Because Brian doesn't need Gabby to be in jail. No, of First course not. First of all, not. that would be a huge... Her parents would find out. It would take her would out of his out. control. She wouldn't be in his control. That's right. And she'd get a fucking second to think about her life. She'd get three she hot meals and a shower it. every day. Exactly. You know, she'd Fuck, be like, man. damn, if this relationship lands me in jail, mm-hmm. I think it's time to try something else. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't exactly. want that. No. You know, no. he wants no, to he punish her, I'm sure. Yes. But not like that because that takes it out of his hands. So, so he says he doesn't up. want to press charges, but they consider pressing charges. These cops, they fucked everything up. Dude. Everything. Oh, that's horrible. But then at the same time, you're like, if she did get booked, they I think also this case would have gone very differently. They were so excited about. They were so excited about like going like, oh well, sometimes the girls can like hit the guys. You know what I mean? Like, I guess since we live in this equal society now, we got to treat everyone all equal and everything. Like they were so they tripping were, over were themselves to do that, that. Yeah. That they fucking. 
didn't see the glaring signs, the blinking warning lights of a an actual toxic, manipulative, abusive relationship yeah. right in front of them. And the whole she was time, a battered woman just sitting there. Making excuses. Yeah. Crying like that. Like, I just feel like that's how much more clear can it be that she's being abused? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think like you have to be a certain type of person to not see it or to see it. Yeah. I just, dude, I don't know. These guys really, I don't know. I'm just like, I'm sitting here processing all this and I'm going like, it's so clear that these guys hate the idea that like a guy actually could terrorize and victimize a woman. Yeah. That it's really that simple. That it's really that simple. That that the guy that they liked that they thought was like, oh, he's a cool guy. He's like us. Yeah. Um, actually was a fucking monster. Yeah. So... The hotel, by the way, is paid for by a local battered women's shelter. Shut up. Yep. They Shut provide up. aid to every domestic oh, abuse situation in the area. Oh, they thought they were so the fucking cute, didn't they? But they can't shelter an abused man in their, their organized in their shelter. location because yeah, exactly. it's full of women yeah. who are fucking triggered. Oh, my God. So like they a, put the men up in hotels. It'd be like a kid in a candy shop, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, wait. He's abused, too. No, I'm saying, yeah. but they think he's abused, but he's actually not. Well, not Brian. They put Brian in the in the fucking, in the battered women's shelter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. He could have his pick of the litter there. Seriously. Um, but no. So it's his hotel stay where he gets to have yeah, continental breakfast, TV, a shower, a mm-hmm. bed, maybe even a pool. I don't know. All these luxuries he's been living without for months and months. Um, paid Dude. for by the battered women's shelter. Seriously. God, the irony. So when Pratt filed paperwork about the incident, he explicitly wrote, quote, no one reported that the male struck the female, which is not true. Two people reported that yes. the male struck the female. An investigation would three, later in confirm yep, that Pratt filed an erroneous report, and he was, I don't know, I guess punished for it? Whatever. Yeah. He identified Gabby as the primary aggressor and blamed the altercation on her, quote, serious anxiety. Okay. In the report, the officers wrote, At no point in my investigation did Gabrielle stop crying, breathing heavily, or compose a sentence without needing to wipe away tears, wipe her nose, or rub her knees with her hands. Very obviously guilty. Yeah, guilty. That's what I that's the impression I'm getting from that body language. A woman who's in a domestic dispute situation who can't stop crying, um, guilty. A hundred percent guilty. Yeah. Yeah. Every time. Then he says, the male tried they teach to teach you that on the first day of the academy. <laughs> the male... That bitch won't stop crying. She goes to jail. Straight Lock away. Lock her up. Says, the male tried to create distance by telling Gabby to take a walk and calm down. She did not want to be separated from the male and began slapping him. The male. He grabbed her face and pushed her back as she pressed upon him and the van. Pressed upon him in the van. That's a weird wording. She but pressed upon him. But it's this whole thing is she can't stop crying. She breathing. She's breathing heavily. She's wiping away tears. She can't stop rubbing her knees anxiously with her hands. The yeah. male just tried to create distance and tell her to calm down. That's all he did. Then she was slapping him, and that's really all that happened. End period. Signed with fresh ink. 
Nice. That's literally all that he wrote. Damn, dude. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Miscarriage of justice. Definitely. In this humble podcaster's opinion. Yep. So ultimately, Robbins seemed to discredit Gabby's statements solely because they conflicted with Brian's. Uh, and by the way, writing at one point that Brian's version of events, quote, was not consistent with Gabrielle's statement, further suggesting her confused emotional state. Yeah. <laughs> she, yeah. I mean, his story was totally different. So she, oh man, she's so confused. After evaluating the totality of the circumstances, I and do the not guy believe, called himself anti-sexist. I by know. The way. I do not believe Fucker. the situation ex- escalated to the level of a domestic assault as much as that of a mental health crisis. Dude, this guy, this fucking guy, he took everything Brian said, hook, line, and sinker. Yep. And he, I mean, it's so clear he shares the same tendencies. Oh, you're crazy. You're a crazy woman. Yep. This guy, he didn't do anything wrong. If I did the same thing, it wouldn't be wrong. Yeah, he's Come trying to tell on, himself man. that. He pushed her. He shoved her. Instead of saying he shoved the woman, he created distance. I, I mean, know. it's all right there, dude. It's, it's right there. Nuts. Yeah. So, um, interestingly, remember you were asking if, like, if they told other people that they were not going to be fiancés anymore? Yeah. They told, they both separately mm-hmm. told the officers that they were fiancés. Well, so there you go. Yeah. Even think- though... She had told her mother a month ago that they were not. That's evidence toward the fact that she probably wanted to break up with him and was floating the idea towards her mom. Yeah. Yeah. To see what she would think. Yeah. 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 So this is back to the article. Quote, before driving into the wilderness by herself, Gabby asked Robbins if she could know where Brian would be staying that night Mm -hmm. since she would need to collect him in the morning. When Robbins said he couldn't reveal the location of the hotel, Gabby began crying. Honestly, Gabby, you just need to leave. You, at this yeah. point, I'd say, I'm going to drive to Seattle and go get an apartment. Yeah. I'm out of here, man. She says, I just don't usually drive the van. Oh, Again. no. Well, there he you go. He doesn't let her drive her own van. This is another theme of all those guys for. that we've been talking about. They don't like their women to drive. They don't want their women to have any autonomy. They don't want them to drive. They want to go places They fast. want them to live in the woods, stay at home, do be fucking barefoot. nothing all day. Yeah, be barefoot and pregnant. Oh, no, but literally barefoot. Yeah, literally. Yeah, in this case, so literally just run. be barefoot so yeah. she can't run away. It's yeah. crazy. So she says, I don't usually drive the van, so I just want to make sure it's not like far, she said through tears. Oh, this Brian is Brian had been terrible. making Gabby feel dependent on him. The van was registered in her name, but in her mind, she could not safely drive her own vehicle. Yeah. Robbins walked Gabby, 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 <laughs> van, Gabby, making a meandering route so that she and Brian would not interact. In her arms... Gabby cradled the bottled waters that the police had finally given her. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Finally. Oh, they were like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Here you go. He says, something I want you to know, Robin said, telling Gabby the location of someplace she could shower for like four or five bucks. Does my wife wonders when she gets stressed out. He pantomimes yelling at his wife. It's like, get in the shower. Come on, get in the shower. What was this Gabby is supposed insane. to say? He sounds like a Nazi, by the way, when he says that. Yeah, yeah, really. When she gets stressed out, we just put her in the shower. Get in the shower. This also, is... like, she has to go find like a place where she has to pay five dollars. Why can't she just be in a hotel if you want her to shower so Literally, fucking badly? Brian got a free hotel room. He got a continental breakfast. I keep saying continental breakfast. 
Because that just explains the absurdity of what's going on. I know, I know. He fucking got a free night's stay in a hotel room, which is something that he hadn't had for months. Neither had Gabby. And they turn around and tell Gabby, hey, yeah, there's a fucking shower where truckers shower. You want to pay five bucks? You don't take a fucking shit shower in the dirt hole. Get raped, probably. (laughs) By truckers? I don't know. I'm sure truckers are very nice. But it says, when Gabby, what was Gabby supposed to say to this? Her face was wet. Wet. <laughs> Her face was red. I'm surprised the cop wasn't like, hey, yeah, you know, honestly, you're crying so much. You seem clean already, you know, and just why rub that around. You don't need a shower. You're fine. Uh, it says Her get face in the was shower. Red. Get in the shower. I grab my wife. I shake her. Get in the shower. Get in the fucking shower, Sharon. She looked thirsty and scared. Perhaps she was remembering that the bottled waters she carried were forbidden. Brian hated plastic. I hate Brian. Yeah. And then, thank you so much for everything, Brian gushed to Robbins in the hotel lobby. No problem. Nice to meet you, Brian. Have oh a good God. one. No problem, pal. <laughs> this is so crazy, dude. He says, nice to meet you. Have a good one. They love him. They, they love, love him, him so much. much. Because they, they're like one another. I know. They see him in themselves. Yeah. Which, as I said before, everything that you should... You should think that's fucking creepy, given everything we know about his personality and his character. That's yeah, why that a cop sees him and is like, ah, oh, this is my guy. Which is why I appreciate you spending so much time setting up his character before we got onto this journey. Thank you. I yeah. appreciate that. So after the incident with police, right? Mm-hmm. On August 17th, Laundry takes a flight from Salt Lake City to Tampa, Florida, leaving Petito by herself. Okay. Reasonable, given everything Fairly that's going reasonable. on. reasonable. I was just saying Gabby should do the same thing yeah. to him. Yeah. Yeah. Petito stayed several days at a Fairfield Inn that she yeah. paid for. Okay. Near Salt Lake City International Airport. All right. And according to staff, she checked out on August 24th. Okay. It was later explained by the laundry family attorney. Sorry, the laundry family attorney. That he made the trip to, quote, obtain some items and empty and close the storage unit to save money as they contemplated extending the road trip. Okay. So many problems with that. Yeah. What what items is he obtaining? Yeah. And a storage unit? Yeah. I don't like the sound of that. Not at all. You know how many murder cases there's there have been where a guy has a storage unit that he's obsessed with maintaining? Oh no, I didn't know that this was a thing. It's a thing. It's oh a my trope. God. It's an idea. Oh my god. Yeah. Dude. Men, they have this I know cases where they paid girlfriends, they like made their girlfriends never default on the storage payment when their electricity would get shut off and stuff. Whoa. While they were in jail, they were like, whatever you do, don't ever lapse on the storage. Oh my God, room. are they like keeping people in there? Bodies and weird shit. Oh, that's... F- yeah. Bodies? Why in the it, fuck would you keep a body in a storage about, bodies, room? yeah. Dude, yeah. okay. Cement, cinder block, chain. Much better Ocean, ways. body of water. Much like, what are you? Th- what are you fucking talking but, about? But yeah, dude? maybe it's to play with it or see it. You know Ew. how people love like, guys like this love trophies and yeah. love like revisiting their yes. conquests. Jesus I don't know, Christ, man. Dude. Anyway, it's up. I don't like the idea of Brian having a storage unit. Me neither. Yeah. I mean, you said earlier they were thinking of living in a storage container, like a shipping container. Also, what a cheap piece of shit 
Fuck that he's you, like, oh, Brian. Um, I don't know. I kind of want to get rid of the storage unit because it's costing too much money. Yeah, right. Oh, wah. Get a yeah. fucking job, actually. I agree, dude. You've, it doesn't sound like you've ever had a job. Yeah. Also, that whole bit about him being like, you can't make a website. So typical. Yeah, like, it trying is. to get people to think that they can't, that they're you incapable. You can't do anything. You have no skills. Yeah. You're not able to do anything. You have to depend on me for everything. That's not love. Like, no, it's fucking horrible. people to reach their potential, even if she was really bad with technology, which I'm sure she fucking wasn't. He's fucking brown recluse, this guy. Yeah. Terrible. And another thing is like with the social media, it's like we all, well, not we all, because I didn't know her before this, but ostensibly we all were watching this unfold. That's the, that's the creepy, that's right. creepy thing about this is yeah. there were pictures on social media being posted this entire time yep it's true that they were struggling god i was just looking at him i know nuts yeah so um he obtains some items from his storage unit oh great that's always good yes and then laundry returns on august 23rd to rejoin petito and continue their trip so i don't know if that means because she checked out on august 24th i don't know if that means he left on the 23rd got there on the 24th and they checked out together or if they had one night at a hotel together i'm not exactly sure oh my god so what was he getting he was getting knife sharpeners and fucking chainsaws and disgusting what else formaldehyde yeah so remember when i told you that they only uploaded one youtube video to their youtube channel yes i do so that happens during this time so she checks into the hotel on the 17th of august right okay and she uploads the video on the 19th well she finally has some fucking peace and quiet yes Ugh. yes without him riding her ass about what she can and cannot do all the goddamn time shut up dude god damn so yeah, she posts this video. It's long. It's like a lot of edited content of different mm-hmm. things about their lives. And it's called Nomadic Static is the channel. Nomadic Static. Yeah. Shit, dude. Um, so I told you she checked out on August 24th, right? Mm-hmm. Petito's mother said that she last spoke to her daughter on August 25th. Oh, man. And had been told that the couple were traveling from Utah to Grand Teton and Yellowstone National Parks. Okay. So somewhere in between Utah and Grand Teton. Yeah. Shit got weird. So they checked out on the 24th. She had a little time to herself. Brian comes back on the 24th. From, with all his new equipment. With all his from new the equipment unit. and all the things he has obtained from his storage unit. Thank goodness. In Florida. Mm-hmm. And then the last time that her mother believes Gabby spoke with her was August 25th, just a day later. Yeah. A day after they're reunited. Okay. On August 25th, the final post was made on Petito's Instagram account, yeah. which consisted of photos of herself. Uh, this one was in front of a butterfly mural outside of a restaurant in Ogden, Utah. I saw that picture. Yeah. Shit, dude. It's like there's a mural, I think, painted of that picture in Bayport, Long Island, of her and everything. I mean, what an ominous picture to be your last picture, you know? Because it's like angel wings almost. Yeah, basically. Um, She's going to fly away. Yeah. So witnesses claim that on August 27th, between 1 to 2 p.m., they saw Laundry and Petito together at Mary Piglet's a Tex-Mex restaurant in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Oh, 
Okay. So they made it to Jackson Hole. Per the witness, Laundry had an argument with the manager. Get out of fucking town, Brian. The manager, the waitress, and the hostess. Look at your fucking life, dude. Apparently about money and was, quote, aggressive. About money? Who knows? Jesus. The witness said she later saw Petito return to the restaurant crying and apologizing for Brian's behavior. Again, I'm just so livid with that police officer who was like, took her inability to stop crying as evidence of her guilt. I know. You know, it's so know. fucked up, dude. Yeah. So, because remember, she used to be a waitress. Yes. So this is so embarrassing for her. Yeah, of course as it is. As someone who's worked in kitchens and, and restaurants for a long time, this would be so embarrassing. As someone who has worked in a restaurant kind of a while ago, but even just if I had never worked in a restaurant at all, I would never fucking do that. Yeah. Never. Yeah. Fucking never. So they storm what out. Constitutes, with... What constitutes a situation where you can be screaming at the manager and waitresses and hostesses at a restaurant? Nothing. I nothing. I don't care if they stole $1,000 from you, dude. I know. So he like runs out of the restaurant in a huff. Yeah. She goes back in She's crying, crying. She's embarrassed, to apologize to them yeah. for his behavior. Yep. And then eventually she gets him back in the restaurant and they pay and then they leave yeah like what the fuck so they tried to leave without paying the first time but it didn't work and then the waitress found out and then he started screaming at everybody and then she apologized and then he finally paid don't make me get my equipment from my storage unit jesus apparently he walked in and out of the restaurant several times seething he was thinking about getting the equipment (laughs) he was so close yeah yeah. Um, one of the waitresses, Nina, said, this guy's freaking me out. Yeah, he's freaky. Matthew. Yeah. He's a fucking freak. Yes. Oh, also, I'm so sorry. By the way, I have to I have to say, he was a yoga guy, right? Yeah. Behind every yoga guy's eyes, almost every yoga guy, like, you know, granola yoga dude. Yeah. I see something burning. Like, I, I feel an intense horrible energy oh boy behind the yeah. eyes of lots and lots of yoga, yoga guys, guys. You what know about what I mean? yoga girls yoga girls are different i agree that's a different thing entirely different breed yeah but a yoga guy i feel like he's like a a different kind of predator he's like there, like he's there to like prey on the yoga girls probably <laughs> you know what yeah I mean? a lot of like a lot of really nice butts in tight pants there's just a lot yeah and he's like they're dude like i'm really into like spirituality oh, kind of stuff yeah. you know what i mean like that i feel like he's using camouflage he's like a in the in the animal world predators use camouflage to seduce their prey oh, you know what i mean i think that's what it is spirituality is his camouflage yeah i mean having you've met guys like that oh, come yeah. on oh yeah Maybe my least favorite type of guy, actually. I'm really, like, into, like, yoga and, like, spirituality. There's something, like, deeply, darkly wrong angry and wrong oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. in the back of the eyes of a lot of those people that I met. Yeah. Just saying. Um, I don't know. I forgot I like to yoga say too. that one of those times that Brian went in and out of the restaurant, he mm-hmm. made Gabby go in and ask for a refund. Dude, just, oh, this is so fucked. Awful? Poor Gabby had no tools. She had no tools to deal with this at all. A lot of naivete. Yeah. Like very little life experience. I mean. A a deep feeling of obligation. Yeah. 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 
that he's groomed in her. I'm of sure. course, yeah. He yeah. noticed that feeling of obligation and just grew it and grew it and grew it. And apparently the manager refused yeah. to give the refund. And then Gabby's still profusely apologizing on Brian's behalf mm-hmm. and turns to Brian and pleads, please, let's just go. Yeah. Yeah. So finally they do. Um, another witness reports uh, that, and they actually contacted the FBI, to report activities and coordinates of a slow-moving white van and a, quote, generic young white man, quote, acting weird. <laughs> <laughs> you got to love the citizens of Jackson Hole. Yeah, right. Um, Contacting th- the FBI about a slow-moving white van? Yeah. That's fascinating. Yeah. Um, near the Spread Creek Dispersed Camping Area on August 26th, 27th, and possibly 28th. I wonder if yeah. they thought it was like a terrorist or something. I don't know. Jesus. I don't know what they thought. So now it's August 29th. A woman in a TikTok video claims that she and her boyfriend gave laundry a lift from, like he hitchhiked, mm-hmm. from an area near Coulter Bay Village after seeing him hitchhiking alone. Well, that's a change. She reported that Laundry quote, freaked out upon learning that they were going to Jackson Hole instead of Jackson, Wyoming. Okay. He freaked out disembarking the vehicle at 6.09 p.m. near the Jackson Lake Dam less than 30 minutes after being picked up. See ya. The witness found it weird that Laundry offered 20, I'm sorry, $200 for the 16 kilometer ride so like 10 mile ride yeah and did not appear very dirty despite claiming he had been camping for days okay i believe i see what's going on here yes yeah another witness stated that she picked up laundry from jackson lake dam at 6 20 same day Mm -hmm. dropping him off at the entrance to the spread creek dispersed camping area Laundry offered gas money for the 20-minute ride, but did not want to be taken further than the entrance to the campground, which was several miles from the van. According to the witness, Laundry acted antsy about getting out of the vehicle before it got any closer to the campsite. Okay. On August 27th, so we're going we're going a little further back. So that was the those were the movements of Brian Laundry. Right. Do you think he's giving himself an alibi somewhere along the way? I don't know. Okay. On August 27th... Gabby just disappears. I mean, yeah. In this account, the movements of Brian Laundry. the last mm-hmm. time we saw her was at the Mexican restaurant. Got it. On the, what was it, 27th of... Mm-hmm. Yep, 27th of August. Mm-hmm. Also on the 27th of August, a text from Gabby Petito's phone was sent to her mother, which read... Can you help, Stan? I just keep getting his voicemails and missed calls. Weird. The message raised concerns for Nicole, Petito's mother, who said Stan was Petito's grandfather and that she never referred to him by his first name. Yeah, that's so weird. And what, what do you think she was even... What, what, what do you think was the... Can you read it back to me? It says, can you help, Stan comma not question mark Mm -hmm. can you help stan i just keep getting his voicemails and missed calls so maybe maybe it was supposed to be can you help grandpa with his fucking phone i keep trying to call him and i just get voicemails yeah something like that i mean it's so weird and like out of context it seems like 
Do you know how sometimes you can like hold down that little microphone on your iPhone? Yeah. And it like just does uh, talk to text. Yeah. But regardless of the context, it yeah. like kind of doesn't know. So it almost seems to me like it was like putting her phone was putting together what she was trying to say. Maybe, yeah. But it didn't like get a clear message out of it. It's really bizarre, right? It's Isn't it really just eerie yeah, and it's sort just of bizarre. disorganized. Yeah, it yeah. is disorganized, yeah. The last message sent on August 30th said, no service in Yosemite. Her mother expressed uncertainty about who sent these messages. Right, because it does not seem to be her tone. No. Although you could, you could easily say that in an extreme circumstance, your tone would change. But yeah. like, I don't know. It, it almost seems like she was being drugged or something like that. I, I mean, know. it's really out of the blue. Or... The easiest answer, somebody else was using her phone. Yeah. Yeah. So her mother says, I do not believe the text on August 30th was from my daughter. Mm -hmm. She doesn't say anything about the 27th. I don't know what that is. Yeah. She says, the van was in Florida on the 1st of September. I think I can do the math. Right. So she's saying, if her daughter texted no service in Yosemite, meaning she was in Yosemite on August 30th, Mm -hmm. but the van... Was in Florida on September 1st. Right. Not entirely possible. Not really. Not really that Not possible. Not fucking really. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. I wonder how many hours that journey is. Let's find out. I'm going to plug it in right now. Or Yellowstone. Yosemite. Yosemite to Florida. Um, to Northport, Florida. Yeah. Okay. Yosemite National Park to Northport, Florida is 41 hours of driving. Okay. Straight driving. Straight driving. Not stopping. Which would be insane. Yes, it would. We just drove 12 and a half hours from New York to Chicago. Yeah, and that was enough. And I still feel like I'm going to die today. And that was like <laughs> a week know. and a half I know ago. I have not recovered. Yeah. Yeah. So 41 hours straight from Yosemite to fucking Florida. That doesn't make any sense, dude. No. Yeah. So on September 1st, 2021, mm-hmm. Laundry returned alone to his parents' home in Northport, Florida, mm-hmm. in the Ford Transit. On September 6th and 7th, Laundry and his parents went camping at Fort DeSoto Park in what county do you think? Pinellas. Yes. Shut up. They had to get that last dose. There's Fucking always an crazy. angle. There's Pinellas, Pinellas always finds its way into way a story. In. God damn. Um, only the deranged go to Pinellas, and if they if they don't go in deranged, they come out deranged. Especially to go camping. I mean, can you imagine? Holy that shit, sounds dude! Miserable to me. Camping in Florida, that's something that you had to do when you were settling Florida. You yeah. know what I mean? Like the minute you could build a house and separate yourself from the environment, you did. Yeah, and people were like, "Oh God, this Thank is way better." Fucking God! Yeah, yeah. So on September 11th. After not hearing from her daughter since late August, Petito's mother filed a missing persons report. Yeah. Four days later, Laundrie was named a person of interest. Laundrie's parents hired a lawyer, which, hey, I would do. And based on the lawyer's advice, remained silent, refusing to talk to anyone about the case. Yeah. I mean, how suspicious is it that the minute that they... First of all, by the way, sorry, good move. Yeah, good move. Good move by them. Morally dubious, but... Logically, that's exactly what you should do. Yeah. Get a lawyer immediately. Don't say shit. Don't speak to anyone. Yeah. Lawyer, lawyer, lawyer. Don't talk to cops. Anyway, so 
the, especially because look what talking to the cops gets you. Yeah. It gets you a night in the van and no fucking water bottle and $5 for a shower. Yeah. Anyway, so um, how fucking suspicious is it that Brian shows up and immediately the parents go like, let's go camping. Yeah, what the fuck? What's the, what, What's what the is the timeline there? on that? I don't know. Hey guys, let's all go camping right now. It's really important. Isn't that weird? Yeah. It's Did so weird. Did they think their house was going to be bugs without them knowing? I just don't know. I don't know. Like, told them the whole story? I find it really suspicious though. Yeah. That's all I can say. Yeah. Police surveyed the laundry home because he was a person of interest officially mm-hmm. and saw him leave on September 13th. On September 15th, yeah. they saw his car return. Police believed the person who exited the car and entered the home was laundry. Yeah. The following day, Northport Police Chief Todd Garrison told reporters, all I'm going to say is we know where Brian Laundrie's at. Okay. On September 17th, Laundrie was reported missing by his parents, who claimed to have not seen him since September 13th. Wait, so what what the fuck's going on? It was at this time that police realized they had mistook Laundry's mother for Brian. What? On September 15th. What? So you know how Okay, you know how Brian's like a six foot three bald guy with a beard? Yeah. They mistook his mom for him? Yeah. You gotta be shitting me, babe. Mm-hmm. This is crazy. That's that. They thought his mom went out for errands and came back a day later. He's six foot three and's got a beard. Yeah. What is this? The Northport Police Department. Wow. Unbelievable, dude. Unfucking believable. My mom once called the cops on because some guy was banging on her door in the middle of the night saying that his brother needed. Uh, help and that he needed a, oh her God. phone and that whole fucking rigmarole. Yeah, uh-huh. She called the cops. He starts to jet because he uh-huh. sees them coming. He uh-huh. starts running. They get him. They handcuff him and they drive out. They drive off with him without talking to her, which means he had a warrant, first of all. Yeah. Because you definitely. wouldn't be able to put him in handcuffs True. unless he had a warrant. That's right. That's right. Already out. Or you wouldn't be able to like arrest him, at least. Yeah. yeah. And what, you just don't, who cares about you, lady? Yeah, exactly. Fucking bad behavior. Does anybody know if that lady who called is still in the house? Or okay. Yeah, or exactly. Or you want to explain to her how she actually had an, a criminal on the lam outside of her house and you fucking took him away in handcuffs because I would a call the criminal? police department and I'd be like, hey, yeah, I'm alive, by the way. I'm okay. Yeah. Don't worry about me. Yeah, this is the Northport Police Department. Jesus Christ, dude. So they, they mistook- didn't even talk to her. <laughs> no. Fuck. So they mistook the mom, or they mistook him for the mom. It's so wacky. Wow. I mean, they were asleep, right? I mean... A lot of great help from the cops in this episode. Yeah. They they, they have the house staked out. A plus police work. Yeah. And they don't see him leave and get in a car. Yeah, exactly. They were extra fucking sleepy, babe. Yeah, they were so sleepy. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, he's on the lam yeah. at this point. Mm-hmm. Now, we went, we went to the sister already, right? And we said, hey, you think he could just be living out there? He seems like sort of an off-the-grid type guy. Like, nah. Exactly. Uh-huh. So he used to tell people that he spent months living off the land on the Appalachian Trail. Oh, great. Uh-huh. But no one has been able to confirm that, by the way. Because it's not fucking true, yeah. dude. Yeah. 
So, Mythology of the self. Yeah, I know. So stupid. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So on September 19th, mm-hmm. human remains matching the description of poor little Gabby Petito were found <sighs> at the Spread Creek Dispersed Camping Area in Wyoming, not <gasps> far from where they found the Ford Transit. I'm shocked. Yeah. Her identity was confirmed, and an mm-hmm. autopsy determined that the manner of death was homicide by blunt force injuries to the head and neck Okay. with manual strangulation. See, Okay, so he beat the crap out of her, and then he strangled her. Yeah. Which occurred three to four weeks before the body was found. This is so sad, dude. So Doesn't help was... that her name literally rhymes with baby potato. <laughs> yeah. She didn't deserve this. Not baby potato. Oh, fuck, dude. No. Um, so three to four fuck weeks. Fuck you, Brian Laundry, you piece of shit. Which means that she was last seen by witnesses on the 27th. Yeah. She could have been killed... As early as the 29th, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. She could yep. have been killed that day. I mean, if the dating is a little off. Yeah. The coroners were like a day or two off. She could have been killed on the 27th. So. At the so, very least, she was killed before the 30th when the text about no service in Yosemite. Was yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I wonder if they ever found her phone. Maybe he like threw it. Out. If he was smart, he would throw it out the window if she yeah. sent that text. So, uh, on September 23rd, the United States District Court of Mm -hmm. Wyoming issued an arrest warrant for laundry, um, due to his unauthorized use of Petito's debit card to obtain $1,000 between August 30th and September 1st. $1,000? You can't just just kill her. You can't just kill her. You got to rob her too. It's crazy. You motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. Then, and of course he knew her like. Her pin and everything like that. Like, he probably knew everything about her bank account and everything. Yeah. So, finally, on October 20th, Brian's skeletal remains were confirmed by forensic dentistry. What? His skeletal remains? Yes. Brian's. Brian's. Brian's been on the lam. Brian's been missing. I know. I know. Brian left his home in Northport and the cops didn't fucking notice. (laughs) Did he go suicide himself? Yep. What happened? He killed himself. Well, how? I mean, like, what happened? So his remains were found in the, and now this is a very Florida name, Mayakahatchee. Mayakahatchee, that's true. Creek Environmental Park. And wow. It was an area that had recently been underwater due to flooding. Luckily, they still could find it. Wow. Um, the mm-hmm. cause of death was determined self inflicted gunshot wound to the head. Well,. Yeah. He did us all one favor. Yeah. What a fucking asshole, dude. Yeah. Your short, short life, you decide to be a bum. Yeah. Never get a job. Um, harass and manipulate and destroy a girl's life. Um, be, a, be a torturer and an abuser and a manipulator. Yeah. And fucking live with your parents again leech off of your parents free real estate yeah um be become a murderer go bald go bald yeah yeah yeah. shave your fucking head um be a an insufferable yoga guy yeah oh no and then finally kill yourself when gabby when he when the police officer asked gabby what she did for a living she started off by saying what brian did for a living yeah that's right isn't that interesting that is interesting yeah. God, 
she said, um, he, he used to work at an organic juice mm-hmm. bar. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh man, he's really just warped. Replaced your identity with his own. Yeah. God. So, you know, he sent those fake text messages, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty clear. Yeah. At least the one. At least the one. Mm-hmm. Um, he also went back through her Instagram. He went through her Instagram. And edited captions. He did? Yes. No shit. And people think he actually also posted a picture. They think she was probably dead before one of the last pictures. No way. Yeah. Oh my God, now, that's so fucked I'm up. I'm not a reporter. I could not figure out, and actually, I guess no other reporter can either because I couldn't get it from anyone, mm-hmm. what the captions were changed to. Like, what's where did they start and where did they end? Yeah, you know? that's right. That's right. What, what was the change about? I don't know, but I find that very freaky. I saw a lot of, um, okay, hold on. Yeah, this one here, this very last one, her in front of the, the like butterflies and stuff is from August 25th, 2021. Yeah. So it's, it's possible that she got murked. It's possible. Either right after no, it's not or right possible before this. Because she was last seen by witnesses at the Tex-Mex restaurant on the 27th. Okay. But he, so he possible, definitely but changed her captions. Her That's captions. what, so one of the captions that is said to be changed mm-hmm. is I think she's at arches mm-hmm. and he changes it to, to the hashtag living more with less. Live more with less. Yeah, I see that. I'm his, looking at it right now. Mantra. Ugh, dude, what the fuck? Isn't that insane? I wonder if there was something like incriminating. I don't know. Ugh, what a fucking turd. So look at you. When they find Brian's body, yeah. they find something else. What do they find? A notebook. They find a notebook. Was it his or hers? His notebook. Wow. In the notebook, and we just found out about this January of this year. Okay? No shit. I mean, they found yeah. him in October, but this information was not made public until January. Until January. Yeah. What, what did it say? He admits to killing Gabby. <sighs> and then deceiving people through text messages that she was still alive. Yeah. Um... Obviously, he was officially blamed for her death afterwards, you know, mm-hmm. by the FBI Denver division, <laughs> okay, saying okay. the investigation did not identify any other individuals other than Brian Laundrie directly involved in the tragic death of Gabby Petito. Mm-hmm. The FBI's primary focus throughout the investigation was to bring justice to Gabby and her family. God. Yada, yada, fucking justice, FBI, fuck you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So this note, this suicide note, right, right where he says he did kill Gabby, mm-hmm. this is how he frames it. Oh, boy. He says... I don't even know if I can listen to this. ...that Baby Potato had fallen... No. ...and injured herself. Okay. But that she wouldn't let him get any help. So what? You fucking killed her like a wounded deer? She was gasping his name and freezing cold. He carried her as far as he could. Bullshit. Fuck you, dude. She was shaking and crying out in extreme pain. He started a fire in an effort to keep her warm, but thought that getting them to the vehicle was the highest priority, but he couldn't carry her any longer. Quote, I don't know the extent of Gabby's injuries, only that she was in extreme pain. I ended her life. I thought it was merciful. Ah, uh, you're kidding. My joke premise 
was actually what he said he did. That it was what she wanted. He couldn't stop. Even to the very fucking end, he was mythologizing himself. He was about to take his own fucking life with a bullet. He was about to shoot himself in the goddamn fucking head because he knew what a piece of shit he was and the evil that he had wrought. And he still couldn't stop. He had to keep the lie going. This is fucking nuts, dude. I know. You're kidding me. He never gave up the idea that he was a hero. Never. He never stopped mythologizing himself. It's so sick, babe. It's so fucking sick. He said, I thought it was merciful. I thought it was what she wanted. But I see now all the mistakes I made. I panicked. I was in shock. From the moment I decided, took away her pain, I knew I couldn't go on without her. What are you fucking Lenny in of mice and men? What the fuck is wrong with you, dude? He said, Gabby was begging for an end to her pain. He says, Gabby was the love of my life, but I, but I know adored by many. This is, this is so sick, dude. He goes on to say that he thought about letting Gabby's brother or father kill him, but he didn't want them to be incarcerated. And he spells that all wrong. Also, fuck you. That's, you worm. That's so disgusting. Like, you go, like, oh, I killed your daughter, but you can totally, like, kill me if you want to. Pathetic, dude. But actually even more pathetic because he didn't even do it. Like, he didn't even actually do that. No. He no said, shit. Like, he just said, I thought about this. doing it. Exactly. Even more pathetic. Yeah. Than if he had actually done it, which would have been one of the most pathetic things I've ever heard. So the note ends... With his Again, plans for self mythology. That's him. He's just like creating a oh, what a great story about what I would have done because I'm so cool. He says, I'm ending my life not because of a fear of punishment, but rather because I can't stand to live another day without her. Then he asks the investigators Bullshit. to pick up all his belongings, saying that Gabby was opposed to litter. Fuck you. That was his fucking thing. Your litter. Your human litter. Yeah. Oh, you piece of shit, dude. Yeah. Man, this guy, this guy makes me angry. I mean, this guy could not own up to what he did, even when he knew that he would face no consequences because he was about to put a bullet in his He was about to literally kill himself, but he just couldn't stop it. So Dr. Todd Grande, that I've I've talked about him on this podcast before. By the way, one of the all-time names. Dr. Todd Grande. Dr. Todd Grande, yeah. So he read the full letter. The full letter is not accessible on the internet it like you i think you have to have like a degree or something right you have to have some sort of like research thing purpose yeah, yeah he's yeah, like yeah. A, he's like some a academic full psychologist mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. so Get he's access. read the full letter yeah and he says that brian uses i a lot of course he does even in instances where we would have been ex- expected of course yeah so he says also notice that fucking poor sweet little baby potato gabby petito would you would speak of him first? I know when questioned, as you said earlier. Yeah, that's so sick, dude. So he also says that it was all about how horrible this was for, for him. him and how bad he felt about it. Oh, yeah. boo hoo! How horrible it was that the love of his life got injured and needed to be taken out like a goddamn horse with a and how broken this, like, leg, ruined his life, and how like. He can't live without her and... Fucking poor you, dude. I know. Poor you. It's so pathetic. Yeah. How about how horrible this was for Gabby? Or her family. Oh, or, or her anything. family. And anything besides just how you fucking feel about it. 
Yeah. You can't stop. He, to want to talk about mythologizing, apparently mm-hmm. also in the letter, he continues to mythologize about their magical relationship that oh, no yeah. one else could understand. No one can, un- no one understands and he, us, And he went babe. on and on about how much Gabby was in love with him. Yeah. Yeah, I bet he did. And how he's a hero. He's this strong man who helps her even when her homicide was at her request. Because he's that, just a helper. It's exactly that comic that I was telling you about earlier. That like, fuck this gay earth. That like yes. creating a whole world inside your head that doesn't exist, dude. Yeah. Also worth noting. And you know it doesn't exist too. Yeah. He fucking knew it didn't he exist. Knew. He knew he was a little worm. He wasn't possessed by some like romantic fantasy. No, he knew every step of the way. He just loved the fiction in his head so much. He knew that there was a difference between that and reality, though. Yeah. It's disgusting. It's worth noting that the weather accounts for that time period do not support this, right? Yeah. He's saying that she injured herself, she fell in a creek, she, so she was soaking wet and she was free, like so freezing that like he had to make a fire and like she couldn't like she was like shaking and her lips were blue. Oh, I he bet he couldn't make a fire, were, by the way. I'm sure he couldn't. I make bet a he fire. couldn't do it. I think this whole thing is a lie. Yeah, I mean, of I, we know this whole thing is a lie. The whole this thing's is, a lie. Sounds but like, like a lie. Even the details. Like yeah. he, he's self-aggrandizing and like I had to like carry her for miles yeah. and like lay her down and Oh, by the way, I just made like a perfect roaring bonfire. It was like, you know, it's no problem. Like I would do anything for her. There was a um, criminal criminal criminologist yeah. um, from I think John Jay College mm-hmm. that said that peop like of people who are on death row for like really nasty crimes, yeah. serial or otherwise, mm-hmm. have a tendency above the average person Mm -hmm. to describe themselves as extremely helpful. Yeah, of course. So he's doing this too. He's like, I was so helpful. Oh God, I can't stop helping people. All I do is help her. I I think I said it earlier in the episode or maybe depending on how we split this up, maybe two episodes ago, but cluster B personality disorder. Oh yeah. One of those four different personality disorders or all of them all at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Also like, why didn't he... If, just going by his narrative, mm-hmm. why didn't the fire help her warm up? Yeah. Okay. It didn't also was help? around lows of 40s, highs of 80s. What okay? kind it's of injuries bit, did she have? It's a bit warm to be freezing to death. No shit. No shit. Also, like, what kind of injuries did she have? I know. Kind of doesn't seem doesn't like she say. had any. Yeah. Yeah. Also, why didn't you give her your dry clothes then? Yeah. You know, it's just like... Why didn't you get help regardless of her request? It's not like not, she like, had a. It's not like they found her body with a compound fracture in her leg. You know, like both legs are broken no, and no, she's they like didn't find just pierced with like a, uh, blunt a force deer to the head or whatever, like, head or whatever. Blunt force trauma exactly. to the head. The fucking injuries that she had were the ones that you gave her. Yes, yes, yeah. I mean, he had yeah. to protect his ego and his pride above all else. He couldn't even literally above let anything. His pride go in depth. even above his own life. I know. Exactly. I mean, he's essentially blaming the homicide on Gabby. He's of blaming course, Gabby's death on her by saying she fell and then begged me to kill her. Yeah, exactly. And he, he's doing it in the most shitty, like, self-aggrandizing, like, falsely noble yeah. way, too. It's not even like... I mean, it's like... It's not even a good story. I mean, at least... No, of at course least not. It's a good story. Like, no, it's not. 
I think he thought he was a character in, in like a fucking bizarre novel. Yeah, I think he was a he thought he was a Chuck Palahniuk character. Exactly. And just like with everything else, I bet you he thought he was like writing the most beautiful, touching love story Complicated ever. Complicated love story. No, thing. it's yeah. fucking mediocre like every other thing you've ever done in your short, shitty life. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. You killed her, but even if like she fell and hit her head and went into hypothermia, your solution is to strangle her? Yeah, seriously. Oh, fuck off. You didn't write a convincing story. No. You didn't write a touching or heartfelt story. No. You probably didn't have good prose either. Spelling errors. Yeah, spelling errors. Yeah. All over. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. It has to be said. Fucker. Um, yeah, I also just think, okay, here, here's, the real, here's the real deal here. Yeah. Statistically. Yeah. This type of killing happens when the woman tries to leave. Of course it does. Of course it you does. Know, when the man is rejected. Yeah, that's right. So I think that they had some time separate, right? So they had that domestic dispute on the 12th, but they were still together until the 20, wait, the 17th or something. He left yeah. to go to Florida. Yeah. He came back on the to 24th. To get his tools and come back. Yeah. And then they were, so they had that time apart, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. A few days. Mm-hmm. And then she, they were alive and together, I believe, from the 24th to the 27th. Yeah. I think she probably died on the 27th or 28th. Yeah. Um, after the Tex-Mex. Yeah. Ugh. I know. Ugh. Imagine, like, your last meal. Oh, God. And it's, like, Tex-Mex that you had a fight with the waitress In over. In Wyoming. In Wyoming. Ugh. Oh. God. So I think that... She was probably thinking of a way to tell him that she wanted to break up while he was gone. He gets there. She sort of falls back into the rhythm of being with him for a few days. But finally but I gets the nads. I mean, yeah. it might have been even after the text max. Like, I think, yeah. I it could have been her. That was her breaking point of her going, I'm done. I can't do this I anymore. I hate this. Yeah, I hate this. My life sucks. I'm crying all the time. I'm yeah. being like pushed around and hit. Yeah. Like, I've been talking to the police way more than I should have. Like, I don't know why any of this is going on in my life. I'm broke. I live in a fucking van. I can't lay down. I mean, we'll never know why he did this. Like, what the actual moment was, what the impetus was, Mm -hmm. what the fight was. Mm -hmm. But But I believe, and I think statistics show that she probably tried to leave him. Yeah, I think you're probably right, babe. That's when most domestic homicides happen when is, the yeah. abused tries to leave right totally and that's why it's really dangerous yeah fucking a that's yeah. the most dangerous time yep it's because in a situation like that every effort that he makes is about trying to isolate and keep her yeah so if she tries to leave then that i mean it's game over yeah god it's so sad what a tragedy what a fucked up story it's really bad and so, what was the media spectacle about this? Was this all, like, happening publicly? Yeah, it was happening pretty much real time. Like, wow. So, basically, when the missing persons uh, motion was filed Yeah, by like, two weeks mother, after she died. Yeah, so yeah. on September 11th. Yeah. Ominous day. Um, her mom was finally like, I mean, I'm issuing a missing persons report because he won't talk to me. Like just I apparently she would call call the parents, call him constantly crying saying please Brian, please where's just my, tell daughter? Me where my daughter? Yeah. Is, you know. Whatever. I don't know. Whatever, she got really happens. mad at me in Jackson Hole and left. I don't know where she is. I mean, that would have been yeah. I don't know. He already had a lawyer at that point though, and they were saying don't say anything. Yeah, I mean I don't know. Um, that's that's the right advice. 
She is suing them, though. Gabby's parents are suing Brian's parents. I don't see what they're... Ca- well, in, unless what you said is true and that his parents helped him conceal... That's what they think. Evidence. That's what they think. Yeah. Yeah. Or just that they were lying to, or they were withholding information from law enforcement on an right. active case, which right. was they knew that Brian killed their daughter and that she was dead and they knew where she was. But Boy, I hope they have a case. I really do. I hope so too. I feel terrible for Brian's parents getting embroiled in all this because I mean, honestly, if your kid comes to you and goes like, I did something really bad. Oh, I know. Yeah. You kind of have to take your kid's side. Man. That Unless you so can see tough. right through the facade. If but, you can, I don't think, I, don't I think, think there's they, biological mechanisms put in place so that you, you're never able to yeah. do that. Yeah. Unless it's a really, really specific kind of situation. I wonder what story Brian told them. Cause I do think. He's charming. He's manipulative. I do think. Shitty that writer, knew. but yeah. I do. Yeah. But I wonder if he told them the story that he wrote in his notebook. The like Bambi story, the wounded deer. Yeah. Or if he told them the truth. I don't know. God. I bet you he lied. This guy strikes me as somebody who can't weasel. tell the truth at all. Yeah, can't yeah. own up to anything. Be a man. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. If he owned up to wrongdoing, that would destroy his own sense of self. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. Because he's mythologized himself as a guy who can do no wrong. Yeah. And everyone else is out to get him. Right, right. Including baby potato. Oh, poor baby potato. <sighs> Rest in peace, But yeah, baby so the potato. spectacle was like, there was this missing girl from New York, and mm-hmm. you know, it was pretty quickly like, van life you know mm-hmm. it, it's very visual it's like oh yeah. this you know this beautiful young white blonde girl was with on a van life trip with her fiance and now her fiance is back at home in florida and she's nowhere to be found oh man that was the that was the whole idea totally. at the beginning it is so funny it's like a, a millennial fucking instagram van life murder massacre it's terrible yeah it must be what, like, <laughs> I mean, it's no real comparison, but, like, I'm thinking of the, the Manson murders and what that meant for, like, the young people of the time who were all into, like, hippie shit yeah. and, like, new age thinking and all that stuff. Yeah. Like, this is the same kind of thing. It's like, yeah, you can be, you can be like, a aspirational Instagram model, you know, total, Travel like. model, whatever. Yeah, total, like, millennial aspirational lifestyle and get fucking murdered. murdered. Yep. Yeah. It's the human condition, man. Yeah, so it was like... Can't escape bad people. The media was like, Brian, like, tell us where she is. Like, he knows something. I know he does. Like, that kind of thing. Uh And it was like, oh... And then he went missing. So it was like, oh, he, like, escaped. He's on a cruise somewhere. He's out of the country. Like, his parents helped him facilitate, like, you know, leaving the country. Exactly. He's in international waters or whatever. Yeah. And then they found her body. So it was for sure that she was dead. Not like... I don't, I, we all knew she was probably dead, but like mm-hmm. not hiding somewhere afraid, afraid of Brian. Right, right, right. You know, or I don't know, kidnapped or yeah. mm-hmm. with him still, he's mm-hmm. hiding her. Mm-hmm. You know, they found her or like remains. lost in the mountains or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then um, they were trying to arrest him, right? Mm-hmm. And then they lost him and then uh, his body was found too. Dude. Something that's so fucked up to me, by the way, every time I hear about like something like this, strangulation yeah. takes a long time. It's really intimate, right? I mean, 
I wasn't going to say that, but that was kind of creepy that you did. No. But yeah, like, no, it you're is. So it's close like, to your victim. It's like face to face. It takes a long fucking time. It's like a hard thing to do. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, not that like one is better than the other, but it's not like a gunshot wound from across the room. You know right. What I mean? Exactly. Like, which you have hopefully to, would be pretty immediate, you know? Yeah. And yeah. also could be a split decision. Like with strangulation, mm-hmm. what you have to remember is like, you have to keep doing it for minutes on end. So yeah, it's exactly. Like you're making a choice for minutes. Yeah, you can't misfire a strangulation. No. Yeah. You've committed. You've committed. You've all committed, the way. and you're like on top of them, like well, physically. Brian Laundry is a piece of shit, fucking murderous cunt. 4chan. 4chan fucking neckbeard personality. You can you can lose the weight, but you'll never get rid of that fucking personality. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you become that guy, if you get poisoned, it's so funny that you started this whole thing out with like a little clue. That spaghetti, regretty, forgetty thing. <gasps> yes. That is straight out of 4chan. And I knew the minute you said that exactly the type of fucking mouth-breathing incel this guy is. Yeah. Once you become that guy, there's no turning back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. The internet's a dangerous place for a young brain, guys. Yeah, it is. Be careful out there. And like, you could stumble across a podcast like ours. And it could rot your brain. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you up for life. Just, you know, on, on the ending note, we usually end on a high note. I want to end on a low note with this one. She never got to fall in love with someone who was actually good. She never got to really travel the world as no. much as she wanted to. She never got to travel out of the country she never she got never to got to home. be free and live her she life never freely. got to have a kid yeah anything she wanted to do really nothing nothing cut so short it was taken from her by this guy yeah it was taken from her it was i mean she ne- she didn't get to turn 22 she was 22 she didn't get to turn 23 she didn't get to turn 23 she didn't Fucking get same to same age anyway she probably hadn't seen her parents in so long. Yeah. You know? Yeah. She died alone with this guy. Yeah. And his ego. And he left her body out in the wilderness. It's it's such a shame and it's so disgusting. Yeah. And uh, I hope you enjoyed listening to it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I enjoyed telling it. <laughs> I don't have to remind you I'm a Scorpio. Damn, guys. We fucking missed you. We're happy, to, we're so happy to be back. I'm positive that this episode is going to get uh, split into chunks. I don't know how many chunks there'll be, but um, this will be this will be our deep dive for the next couple weeks. But we'll be coming at you with lovely mini-sodes, updating you what's going on, uh, keeping you fresh with our Florida men and Florida women. Um, it's such a fucking pleasure to do this podcast. I really love it so it's much. It's really fun. Thank you so much for listening. It, yeah. it brings us a lot of joy. And I, even still, even though we took a week off, our numbers keep growing, and I'm so grateful for every single person who listens to this. So, listen, I'm in your ears right now, and I'm whispering gently to you. Guys, thank you so much. You're the best. Stay off 4chan. Don't go on the internet.